You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by 29 Brew Pub and Wood-Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. You're listening to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that doesn't have a witty intro for you this week. Sorry about that. I'm Cody. I'm Josh. <laughs> Are are you? I don't know. I almost said I almost said I was Sam. I don't know why. We have enough Sams. <laughs> we have a plethora of Sams. Yes. Speaking of which, I'm Sam and I'm Samantha. All right. Well, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, got a bunch of news, but before that, as always, got some stuff to check out. Uh, let's see. I've been playing uh, the PlayStation Four game until dawn. Ooh, I've been I've been wanting to check that out. It's pretty good it's kind of like your telltale style adventure game okay um but also while being a terrible horror movie at the same time (laughs) like it's very much like a modern day like postmodern horror film in the guise of a video game where sometimes you push buttons to advance (laughs) the story (laughs) but you do walk around too so it's not completely on rails but it mostly is (laughs) But it hits all your tropes of the, your modern day horror movies. It gets kind of sawy at parts. There's a maniac. It's a, you're. It's a bunch of kids going to a lodge on a mountain to have a party. <laughs> a year after they had a party there before, and it you, went bad. You mean? I mean they're not in a cabin in some sort of woods. They're <laughs> <laughs> they're in a cabin on a mountain. Ah. So it, when I was playing it, I'm like, this is like like Cabin Fever 5. <laughs> Straight to DVD. Straight to PS4. Yeah, yeah they skipped it. But I, I think it works because they're really aware of what they're doing. Okay. Yeah, it, it's self-aware. And they, ugh, most of the characters are just jerk teenagers. <laughs> so they deserve to die. Like, the graphics are, like, so, like, Uncanny Valley. Like, oh, it took a while no. to get used. Oh, really? Like, yeah. was weird. Everything is super mo-capped and oh, really? facial mo-capped. I think I finally and, got used to yeah, it. Yeah, it takes but... a minute to get used to. Now it looks good to me. <laughs> now that I'm used to how terrifyingly realistic everyone looks. Like, now it doesn't bother me. There's these weird psychiatrist bits between the gameplay where, like, a psychiatrist talks to you and asks you questions about what scares you. And then it tailors the game kind of to what Ooh. you're afraid of. I'm just imagining a screen full of spiders, because that's pretty much all it's going to get out of me. <laughs> that was one of the things you could pick. Oh, no. Maybe I won't play this game. It was like spider or snake, and I went snake, because you can squish a spider. It's harder to kill a snake. <laughs> and it's like clowns or zombies. I went clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> now there's an army of clown snakes. Yeah, there was a couple clown-related jump scares later. Like, oh, that's another thing. It's Full of cheap jump scares. Nice. Not like Five Nights at Freddy's full, but there's plenty of them. <laughs> this, that one with one with a ghost got me, and I was like more mad about it afterwards. <laughs> I'm like, oh come on! <laughs> but it's pretty good. I don't know if I would pay a full sixty dollars for it. I got it through GameFly, so mm. I don't. I don't think it's worth paying full price for. But it's a fun game, especially for Halloween. You know, if you get it in a red box or something, go for it. Redbox renting for games is so expensive. Yeah, it is. I mean, who rents a game for a day? It's stupid. Yeah. 
okay, don't get it on Redbox because <laughs> it's too expensive. <laughs> get Gamefly. I'm Gamefly. I like that. <laughs> um, other than that, it's, I got Lego Dimensions too. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's pretty good. Like the game's re- a really good, really solid Lego game with good writing. It's actually legitimately funny. Cool. Um, stays true to the myriad of licensed properties it has within. <laughs> the Doctor Who stuff is great. Like the Doctor sounds like the Doctor. Because it is. Says stuff like the Doctor. Yeah, it is. Peter Capaldi. Oh, it's all. Everybody is pretty much the actual voice actor. Um, That's awesome. Except for a real bad Will Ferrell impersonator that voices. Uh, president business oh really oh. really they oh. couldn't get will ferrell i'm sure he would have came in and read some lines they got chris pratt didn't get will ferrell huh. that doesn't make sense at all they got two chris pratts <laughs> he plays both his jurassic world guy and emmett from like a movie really now have you gotten to the star lord no i guess no, I, I don't be. think guardians that's right there's not, there's not gonna be guardians you're right yeah yeah there's a whole separate marvel it's, it right. stinks that there's yeah no star wars no marvel because they're Disney Infinity, they're Disney, that's not going to happen. Right. Does it seem to be, like, more of, like, they're all, like, mini, like, mini solo adventure games and less kind of like Disney Infinity where you just roam around an empty world just doing nothing? It's, it's like a bunch of uh, Lego game levels with different properties. Okay. Um, and they mash together, too. Like, I fought joke, the Joker in a giant robot smashing through the Springfield nuclear power plant. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not that far into it. But I think it, Gary Oldman's the the main villain. Isn't yeah, it? Oh, that's cool. And I got you know Matthew Lillard, Shaggy. Okay. Uh, just just if there's somebody that would have a is it Matthew Lillard? Because I thought um, yeah it is. Oh, because I thought uh, um, somebody was doing Shaggy's voice a lot here lately. I thought it was like Billy West or something. I thought it was always Matthew Lillard ever Matthew, since the movies. Well, Matthew Lillard, yeah. He, well, he's been doing the animated stuff since um, what was it, Mystery Inc. The reboot show yeah. that they did a couple years ago it was really good. Yeah, and then they're doing that new one that looks terrible. Oh yeah. Have you seen the art of Fred? It looks like he has three mouths. No, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> seen that. He's got like a like a bump here, and then a mouth, and then a chin line. But because of the style, like the crappy Family Guy esque style they've got going on, it looks like he has three mouths. Crappy Family Guy esque style <laughs> Scooby Doo. I've never seen, seen that. It? Oh, look it up. Let's okay. get your live reaction on this. Okay. It's called uh, What's Cool Scooby Doo. I think. Oh, well, that's or, a no, be cool Scooby Doo. Well, that's a terrible name to begin with. <laughs> yeah. So be be cool Scooby Doo. Be cool Scooby. Be cool. The only good thing about it is Kate Micucci is Velma, which is pretty good casting. Uh, that is, oh, that's not very good art. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. That's real bad. Yeah. That's like, that's like, that's like a Family Guy reference to Scooby Doo. Mouth, mouth, and third mouth. Yeah, that's, that's really bad. I hate that. Yeah, it's it's it's. And abysmal. Daphne looks kind of like a Rick and Morty character. Yeah. yeah, they look a lot like Rick and Morty characters. Yeah. Also, Sco- Scooby's voice sounds weird in the preview I saw. Sounds like somebody's bad Scooby-Doo impression. Oh, so it's me doing the voice. Where's my paycheck? re <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's... That might be better. Yeah, that's actually better. That's better than what I heard. I'm sorry that I'm not as good as Sam's Kermit. <laughs> hey, that's, that's spot on perfect. Nobody can be that. <laughs> Frog got your tongue? Even Brian Henson can't beat my curve. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing the gauntlet. I don't care. Come on the show, Brian. Yeah, you want you want to Kermit you want to Kermit off? 
calling you out. <laughs> Two Kermits enter, one Kermit leaves. Um, it is kind of cash grabby a little bit. <laughs> really? <laughs> a giant toys to life like <laughs> mil- like hundreds of dollars like franchises cash grabby? Well, like normal Lego games, you unlock a bunch of characters throughout gameplay. They right. all have special powers. Yeah. Now you buy them. The packs. The yeah. packs. Oh. Like, it works that same way. You like, get two characters in a vehicle in every pack. Like You can complete the whole game with the three characters it gives you, but there's stuff all over the levels that you won't have the right powers to be able to access to get the special, like the gold bricks and the oh, side okay. items. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's that all is... about Gandalf, Wildstyle, and Batman, but you need the other packs to fully 100% the other levels. Yeah. And every time you get a character from a franchise you didn't have previously, it unlocks a, a big open world level full of missions and stuff you can do based on that character's franchise. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. So if you buy the portal set, you get Aperture Science World. Oh, very. that's cool. And then the level packs also give you like a full cutscene filled actual level okay. on top of that, too. Huh. I'll say it because I know uh, they recorded that... Uh... Um, GLaDOS song for the game. Yeah, there's a full portal level, and with everybody's voiced by you know Gladys is Ellen McLean and Stephen. Was it Stephen Merchant or Stephen? Yeah. Oh Wheatley. Yeah, Wheatley's voice. Oh, I can't remember. It's not. It's Merchant. It's Stephen Merchant. Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Does Shell's voice come? No, she doesn't talk. I know. I was making a joke. <laughs> she still doesn't talk. <laughs> that would be awful if they decided on her voice based on a Lego video game. <laughs> If everything was about five dollars cheaper, it would be a lot more reasonable. But because well, every... that the 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 base game's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's pretty steep. Yeah. Although, if you think about it, it is a sixty dollar video game and about a forty dollar Lego set put together. So I mean, Lego sets are already too expensive. They are the problem there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. They're not like gouging it. That's about what it would be. Right. So the the market uh, the market upage isn't isn't that much. Yeah. Given what Lego already does. Yeah, but it's I mean it doesn't make it suck any less. But... Oh yeah, I'm glad it's good. Yeah, I had something else I was gonna say, but I totally blanked on it. Well, no, the Wonder Woman one we got the figure was actually nicer than the older ones. Oh okay. And she's totally overpowered in the main campaign. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I was fighting some dumb Ninjago boss because there's a Ninjago world, what well, do you do? Yeah. And they wanted me to do all this platforming stuff to get to him and punch him. And I'm just like, I'll just put Wonder Woman on here and then fly over there and punch him. And it worked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the base is cool, too, because you can put, like, seven figures on it at a time and they show up in the game. Really? And the wow. game actually uses the base as part of the gameplay. There's three spots you can put figures Mm-hmm. And sometimes moving them to a different different spots does stuff in the game. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's very active. Yeah, there's colored lights underneath and some portions of levels. One will be red, one will be blue, and then the center one is like just white. If you put your character in the red one, they'll get fire powers temporarily. You put them over in the blue one, they've got water powers. Oh, wow. All kinds of stuff like that. That's cool. It actually uses the portal as more than just a thing to put your plastic crap on <laughs> but just the other thing it's one of these toys to life games where the toys are actually toys and yeah. not just worthless statues. plastic statues yeah it was hard to put together her invisible jet i just kidding. <laughs> i was like i don't see that piece well you know when you, you can't you can't see the piece <laughs> it literally happened at least 
four times. Yeah, it was well, it's a bunch of transparent Lego bricks that all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> but the game starts, you don't put the portal together. The game starts, you play for about five minutes, and they're like, oh, we need to build this portal. And the instructions appear on screen. Oh, wow. That's so, so it doesn't come with the instructions. Yeah, it does. Oh. But actually, the later figures don't have instructions with them, but the what? portal does. But yeah, part of the game is playing with the toys. That's cool. That's awesome. It's probably the best example of the Toys to Life concept they've done yet. It really innovates on it. Yeah. It's really interesting. I'm still not going to spend 100 bucks on it. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> it hurt. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll lay away it. It is that time of the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's. I don't know if it's worth $100, but it's the only way you're going to get it. Like, <laughs> I don't think they're going to lower the price on it. Yeah. Not anytime soon. No, and they have, like I think, over two years of of stuff planned for it wow so. so there won't be like a uh lego dimensions 2.0 in like four months yeah where you gotta buy a new portal <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'd be angry i'd be really angry but it's it's easier in my head at least to buy the stuff because i'm also buying a lego set i get to build like, true yeah true yeah like if you like both lego video games and you lego. know building legos it's it's pretty cool. Now, are you going to be a completionist about this? Are you going to have to break down and get the Ninjago and the Chim- Chimera? Oh, no. I can't, Chimi- affo- Chimi- I can't afford Lego. I can't afford to be a completionist about it. <laughs> I said there's the Simpsons pack and there's yeah. the, the Lord of the Rings pack and everything. I did, I did find myself wanting some of the figures that I didn't think I would before, like the, the Wicked Witch from Wizard of Oz. I'm like, why would I want something from Wizard of Oz? But then I played the game in the Wizard of Oz level and I'm like... Now I kind of want that. <laughs> and she has the blow-up power to blow up the silver Lego bricks. And i got to blow up those bricks so I can get more bricks. <laughs> bricks on bricks on bricks. Yeah. Well, I can go real quick. Um, I haven't checked really hardly anything out. I watched the newest episode of The Muppets. We talked a lot about The Muppets last week. But I will say I wasn't really impressed with this week's episode. And before you all grab your pitchforks and start pointing them at the radio... It wasn't because it was a bad episode. While watching it, I mean, it was funny. I laughed and everything, yeah, but... I enjoyed it, but I didn't think about it as, as deeply as you did, and you're... Just keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all the interactions, all the the dialogue, the story plot and everything, nothing about it was inherently Muppety about it. It seemed like just a generic story that they put the Muppets into. You could have replaced any of the Muppet characters with... Normal human actors. actors from the office <laughs> yeah pretty much and i mean the, the episode seemed like it would be like a mid on a regular show with regular with human actors it would be like a mid season one after they got all of the characterization episodes kind of out of the way yeah yeah but because it's the muppets you have the shorthand of people already haven't brought at least a broad idea of who these characters are and I don't know if that means that they're being lazy or what, but it just, it wasn't a Muppet show episode. It was an episode of a show that used Muppets. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I didn't think about it when I was watching it, but now that you've said that, like, you're absolutely right. It was just a a show. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you could have replaced it with, I don't want to say 30 Rock because 30 Rock was great and 30 Rock was more, was more cartoony than this episode. The, yeah. the whole episode was um, Kermit sets Miss Piggy up with Josh Groban, which makes her super nice off screen, but kind of ruins the show. Mm. And 
if they used it as an episode of, I don't know, Studio 60 in the Sunset Strip, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seemed like something kind of like that, where they were all kind of generic characters. Yeah, it was pretty tame, too. It wasn't... They yeah. were. It was a very normal episode. I mean, the B plot was Fozzie ex- feeling real bad about stealing something from Jay Leno. Fozzie's B plots are great. They're, Fozzie is the heart of the show. He is, which is weird because it's supposed to be Kermit. <laughs> yeah, is Kermit still a joke or jerk? Because I haven't seen the new episode yet. He wasn't as bad this. Not time. as bad. They kind of dialed him back, but then again, they kind of dialed everyone back a little bit. Yeah. I like so, that musical number with Josh Groban. That kind of screamed old Muppet Show to me. A little, yeah, a little bit. But for the wide margin of the show, or the episode, it just wasn't very Muppety, I guess. I don't... When he threw the fish at the... Yeah, that was about the Muppetiest thing that happened was... Uh, yeah, but... The, let's throw everything we have at Josh Groban, and then Lou Zealand throws a fish at the picture of Josh Groban on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. I don't know. I mean, Maybe I'm just nitpicking. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna stop watching it. But it oh, was. Oh no, I'm not either. It was pretty tame and pretty uninteresting. Get it together, Muppets. You can do better than that. Be more Muppety. Yeah. And not. And I mean, they don't have to crank it up to eleven and be you know off the wall. Yeah. Cartoons, but you know a <laughs> little bit. Gonzo doesn't have to be flying out of a cannon in every episode. <laughs> but I'd like to see him fly out of a cannon in at one least episode. One, yeah. <laughs> Just, I don't know. He has to, I, I want him to say, like, not this again or something, or have, like, some kind of, like... <laughs> I thought it was weird that Gonzo was talking about his mom. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Muppets from Space never happened. <laughs> I, I guess. Also, why is Zoot talking all the time? Yeah, they're really pushing Zoot as, like, a main... Like, he he wasn't a talker before. He no. barely ever spoke at all. And he never made sense when he did. Yeah. But now, he, yeah, he's one of the... If somebody from the Electric Mayhem is talking, it's Zoot for some reason. It's It was always Floyd. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I feel like all of his lines should have been coming out of Floyd. Yeah. Weird. Sometimes they're spot on with their Muppet lore, and then sometimes it's like they don't care. Not that I want to get nitpicky about... What Muppets. Mupp- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not acting like felt people. <laughs> felt Americans. <laughs> Money. <laughs> well, um, I've been kind of busy. Uh, I ended up sleeping through like all of my D&D last week. Oh, really? Yeah. I uh, played for maybe an hour or so, then they decided they wanted to take a smoke break, and I crashed on the couch, and then I didn't wake back up. So what, did they put your character in like a, a bag of holding and carry you around? <laughs> uh, I got, I got a, you won't get this reference, but uh, I got Mark the Red, which is a reference to a, a really funny indie movie called The Gamers. Well, Gamers do. Basically, it's, they keep having this guy who's not there, and they're like, where's Mark? Oh yeah, Mark's over here, and he's going to do this. And, okay. he'll, like, you'll see, and like, they'll show like their characters in real life, and there's this, some guy like, I'm coming, and he just kind of marches like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's really good. Uh, definitely check those out. But then um, I did something that I thought I would never do on Saturday. Shave. <laughs> Obviously not, for one, you jerk. Uh, I participated in some live-action role-playing. Oh, no. Or LARPing. Oh, awesome. Did you have a foam weapon? I did. Yes. <laughs> did you throw any tennis balls at anyone and shout Thunderbolt? Magic Missile? 
Yeah. Force bolt. Force bolt. <laughs> I had nine of them. Nice. In a pouch around my waist. And a white piece of paper with a cheat sheet telling me what the exact incantations of particular spells were. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't quite like um, other LARPs where you're playing through, like, a story. It's very active, very, um, it's 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 a branch of LARPing called Amped Guard, which is really, really heavy combat-based. Okay. Kind of like that movie Role Models. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, with McLovin from Yeah, with Subretta. McLovin and what's-his-name from Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's fun. Uh, 30, like, 35 people showed up. Wow. From, like, all over the place. Nice. Columbus, Medina, other Amp Guard people. There were some people at camp that I think that's what they were doing out at the... Or the SCA. SCA is more like where you wear, like, actual armor and hit yeah. people with wooden sticks. Okay, it wasn't that. What? Yeah, because they were using foam stuff. Yeah, foam stuff, it's probably like Amped Guard or Dagger here, which is another foam-based combat game. But anyway, <laughs> oh God, I'm such a I'm such a well of nerd knowledge. Um, <laughs> That's why you're on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Yeah, you get hit in the arm, you lose an arm, you lose two limbs, you die. Uh, heads, headshots don't count. Huh. I guess it's to try to keep people from you know, nailing in the noggin all the time. That's true. Yeah. Um, so you can only lose two limbs, so you can't black knight it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not like crawling across the field I'll with bite no. Your arm. legs off. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a point when you like you lose like when your legs and you're kind of like walking on your knee. You feel like the Black Knight. And I'm like, <laughs> I think it's it one only po- a flesh wound. I think I did yell that at one point. <laughs> um, it's fun. Uh, I did get hit in the face by like five people at once. Oh. Yeah, that kind of sucked. There was like a big fight in the middle, and I tried to come around and be all sneaky and get somebody from uh, in the back, and somebody yelled, hey, behind you, and five people turned and all whopped me in the face. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think it's because, you know, on a normal person, that would have been like chest level, but on me, it's in my face. So... <laughs> Short people problems. I know, right? <laughs> you're setting up all these jokes we can't make on yeah, the radio. Yeah, I know. You're, you're, you're killing me, Josh. Phrasing, phrasing, phrasing. You're killing me. Smalls. I'm killing you, Smalls. Yeah, I knew you wanted to say it. But uh, <laughs> uh, my glasses got knocked off, and they're actually kind of bent now, and they need tightened up. <laughs> I took an arrow to the belly button, and I thought I was going to pee my pants. <laughs> for some reason my belly button has always been really sensitive and when you poke it it kind of makes me have to pee it's, it's weird that sounds like like some sort of fantasy gnome problem i was gonna say that. hey, hey! <laughs> I was gonna, well i was gonna say some kind of gross pillsbury doughboy kind of situation <laughs> i'm also fat hey <laughs> if i bop you on the head will you turn into three gold coins <laughs> hey Oh, I, I don't. I I feel like I shouldn't have got on this subject. No, this is great. I know who your true friends are. Comedy gold. But uh, yeah. Um, that was a Patton Oswalt joke too. Oh. Uh, okay. I can't take credit for that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I guess we're gonna do it again uh, today. Uh, but it's it's gonna be cold. And it's gonna be rainy. And I guess it's gonna, like the wind's gonna get up to like twenty miles an hour. Oh man, you really gotta want it. I know. You gotta I know. be careful with your magic missile shots and that kind of wind. Oh, dude! Like seriously, I realized how bad my athletic throwing is <laughs> when I started playing the wizard class. I didn't even want to play the wizard, but like the guy who runs, he's like, uh, "Wizard's good for first-time people." Uh, here's nine force bolts. 
I'm like, okay, what do I do? You hold it in your hand, you say force bolt, force bolt, force bolt, and then you can throw it at somebody. <laughs> oh my god. If you're playing like a healer, the healing spell, like seriously, you have to write it down. You have to write it down because you cannot memorize it. It's not like heal you, heal you. You have to say this big, long incantation. Wow. Man. It's deep. It's ridiculous. Just give me a foam axe and let me just... Yeah, just play go, a warrior. Go ham. Just play a warrior. Oh, dude, there were some like super athletic dudes, and it was terrifying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one dude was like six foot five or something like that, and he had like a big like spear. And he's like jumping over people and stuff, and I'm like, I'm like... God, please do not actually kill me. <laughs> I'm going to die here. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, uh, me and this other guy were kind of cornered this other dude on the other team, and we're both coming in just to fight him. And he just takes off, like, full sprint, like, running you know, track jock. And I started running for, like, about 10 feet, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm, like Paul, I'm like Paul Blart trying to chase the shoplifter. <laughs> and I don't have a segue. Blarping. Blarping. Oh, yeah. Had to make up the rules for that. Oh, yeah. Blarping. I'd rather not. But, uh, no, all in all, it's really good. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I can't wait to start making my own stuff. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I can't decide. I've got, like, this thing in my head where I'm like, I want to make, like, dwarven-looking stuff because that would look great. But on the other hand, I'm like, I really want to make Rose's sword and shield from Steven Universe <laughs> and wear a tabard with, that's red with a yellow star on it and hit people. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm like, I, I want to do both. It's terrible. But uh, yeah, I guess when you join, you have to come up because you when you sign the waiver and stuff, you have to put down your your mundane name, real name, oh, God. and your persona name. And whatever persona name you pick, that is your persona name for the rest of your Ant Guard career. Whoa. Oh, man. You really got to commit. That's... Yeah. Okay, so what is yours? I, I haven't picked one yet. Oh, okay. Because you were, you know... A... I'm just beginning. I don't, right. even have, I don't even have a proper outfit yet. <laughs> Garb, <laughs> as they call it. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I, t- it, I tell you, it's some crazy stuff. But it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. A lot of good exercise. Because I need it. <laughs> All right. I hate to cut you yep. guys off, but we got to take a break. Yep. All right. We'll be right back. 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes is a supporter of local radio programs like Nerd Overload. 29 Brew Pub offers wood-fired pizzas and sandwiches, craft beers and local liquors, and To Die For's Gourmet Cupcakes. They also host a local bike night every Thursday. 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes, 1692 Marion Mount Gilead Road, right in front of Office Depot, 740-751-4586, and also on Facebook.
to change the world, I will plot and scheme. We're back. That was uh, the Beastie Boys with Intergalactic. Great. Yeah, it's hairy. Yeah. <laughs> I, missed the, I missed the video for that song. It's great. Oh, the it's a great robot. song. Yeah. yeah. The giant robot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it's interesting. Um, there is going to be a Beastie Boys reference in the new Star Wars movie, I guess. It was the um, X Wing pilot? Yeah. Yeah. A new toy uh, has come out for uh, The Force Awakens of an alien X Wing pilot named Elo Asti. And the tagline underneath it is just, it just says, uh, born to ill. And Elo Asti is a veiled reference to the album Hello Nasty by the Beastie Boys. <laughs> and J.J. Abrams is a known Beastie Boys fan. Well, he, it is, it was at the very beginning of the Star Trek reboot. Yeah. That's what, uh, young Kirk was like jamming out to in the, uh, the retro music, oh, like the old school yeah. music. Yeah. I forgot all about that. But yeah, that's uh what do you guys think about that? That's I think it's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think I it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Plus it'd be it's nice to see an alien X Wing pilot. Yeah. 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 I mean, we haven't really seen one. Yeah, have you seen the picture of the guy yet? No, yeah, I have not. I, yeah, I, I have Let me look it. Oh god, not that stupid Scooby Doo crap. It passes off as a completely legit Star Wars name too, I think. There's so many weird ones. Oh yeah, I did hear about him. Yeah. <laughs> looks like some weird looking camel man camel joe camel, looks like joe camel a little bit yeah maybe a little oh, bit uh speaking of aliens and star wars did you see that said um admiral akbar will appear in force awakens oh sweet yeah i did see that and that's pretty great it's a surprise altercation <laughs> <laughs> you know the more the more and more we get closer to force awakens and stuff the more and more excited i get I'm, I, I know I'm probably setting my bars way too high. I'm trying not to get super excited because I was about this excited uh, for The Phantom Menace. And we all know how that ended up. Yeah, I, uh, I, told, I told myself I wasn't going to get excited. And then I saw that first trailer and I'm like, oh, no. They're, they're making it real hard to not get super hype about it. The but excitement I'm, intensifies. Yeah. yeah. 
my excitement awakened. (laughs) And actually, did you guys uh, pick up the first issue of that? um, They're doing a four issue mini series like that bridges the gap between episodes six and seven. Uh, Shattered Empire. Shattered Empire. Yeah, I picked it up. And uh, it looks like they're going to be. uh, It's the backstory of the um, character Poe Dameron, who's an X Wing fighter in um, The Force Awakens. I didn't see where. The two uh, non-main cast characters that they're following yeah. from, like, Red Squadron. Yeah. Um, the guy's last name is Dameron. Is it? It is. I didn't pick that up. Yeah. And it's very clear that the female character, the his, his lo- wife. His wife or girlfriend or whatever. Wife. It, wife. Okay. Um, she's probably going to... Be his mother. Be the guy's mother because... Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's interesting, and that's and that's cool because of all of the the main cast of Force Awakens, the new cast, uh, the character Podameron is uh, probably the least talked about because everyone. But the only one that actually has a full name. True. Yeah. We, but we've seen stuff with Finn. We've seen stuff with uh, Ray. Ray. We've seen way too much about BB-8. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's a character that they announced, and then. Uh, yeah. All we know, he's the next wing pilot. That's yeah, all we that's really it. know. So this is—it's interesting. It's really good. I read somewhere that Finn's name might not even be his actual name, right? Because his star, uh, his stormtrooper call letters were FN dash like numbers or something. Yeah. So he could be something else. Well, we talked about that on an episode we ago be- because I I called my shot and said that it was uh, he is somehow related to Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Remember? Um, one can hope. Yeah. Uh, oh, on that one, um, a new hope. A new hope. Yes, but uh, when I got all my comics and I ca- got caught up, they still haven't quite really fleshed out who that Han's wife lady is. Even except for Han saying, "She's not my wife. She's not my wife." Ah. <laughs> so maybe she's just a crazy ex-lover. Who maybe knows? they're taking a page out of Firefly with. Oh yeah, yeah. Malcolm Reynolds and yeah, we uh, made that reference before. Yeah. Um, God, this show is all about callbacks. I know, yeah. right? Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. Call it a callback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Lando books are getting real good, though. Yeah. I'm really liking those. Cool. Um, but yeah, back to the task at hand. Yeah. Actually, speaking of comics, there's uh, something interesting going on with that that I kind of wanted to get into just real quick. Um, Chip Zdarsky is a comic artist and writer. He's done a lot of different books. Right now he's doing um, um, Howard the Duck for... Marvel. Marvel. You got Jughead coming. Jughead coming this coming Wednesday, actually, for Archie, and it's supposed to be really good from what I hear. And it's got that Erica Henderson art, which is always good. Oh, yeah. And um, he's done a bunch of independent stuff, um, including a book called Sex Criminals with uh, a writer named Matt Fraction. Matt Fraction has done a lot of Marvel stuff, most recently Hawkeye, and we can't really get into the plot of the book too much because it is a little... Risque. NSFW, you know. But... uh, it's a really good book. It's not super filthy or anything like that. It's more funny than yeah. anything. But, and it's not what the name implies. Well, it is, but not not in the way that it sounds like. It's a, anyway. Um, <laughs> the book was um, nominated for a Harvey Award, which is like a um, Oscar or, you know, well, actually more like the daytime Emmy of comic books because the Eisner is more like the Oscar. Yeah. Anyway. Zadarsky is the artist on the book and co-writer. He was nominated. Matt Fraction, the other co-writer, was not. And it's more Fraction's book than it is Zadarsky's. And Zadarsky won the Harvey Award. 
And he has said that he is not going to accept the award because it was a collaborative effort. And he's really kind of making a stand on that. He was pretty upset when he was nominated and Fraction wasn't. And now that he's won, he's uh, said that he's not going to accept an award. And if it's already being mailed out to him, he is going to write in Matt Fraction's name in Sharpie on the award and then um, auction it off for the uh, comic book legal defense fund or something like that. Um, because even asked them if they could change the thing and they said no and they said nope sorry we uh you know our our selection process is uh uh hidden and mysterious and no we nominated you and not your writing partner for whatever reason which is pretty messed up it is and i'm i really applaud him for taking a stand on it oh it's a stand-up thing to do oh Yeah. yeah absolutely chip's a good guy yeah but uh, I, I really, I, I, it makes me feel really good that he's really trying to go to bat for his buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish we could get him on the show. I really do too. <laughs> I don't know if we'd be actually able to air any part of the interview with him <laughs> because if you, if you want an idea of, of this Chip Zdarsky, which is a nom de plume, it's not his real name. Uh, find him on Twitter. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. And uh, if you ever ask him about anything, ask him about Garfield. Garfield the cat. <laughs> or Applebee's. Or Applebee's, yes. He had a, a long-standing Facebook friendship with the with the person running his local Applebee's Facebook page. <laughs> oh, I think I remember you telling me. Oh yeah. That. No, it's great. He's he's like a larger than life like character. Character. <laughs> but uh but no, this is a real kind of stand-up thing that he's doing and uh I hope that um it makes an impact. I hope it makes yeah, an impact. The Harvey Award people do something about it. Or when the, it comes around time for Eisner Award nominations, they include Fraction and Zdarsky on the same bill to kind of – because yeah, They could even have switched the book to one that just Chip wrote instead of yeah. Vice Criminals. Like, yeah, I mean Capatra yeah. or, or uh, Howard or anything like that, you know? Well, we could, we could move on from to another comics thing we talked about. HBO is talking about getting Zack Snyder to produce a Watchmen TV series. Why? Yeah. I think everything that needed to be said has been said with Watchmen. I mean, the movie because the, yeah, the movie was the book because the movie was almost shot for shot, scene for scene. The book. Like, is it going to be a, a TV show of those new comics oh, those they did after that Watchmen? Hated? Oh, God, those are the worst. Or maybe like a pre-Watchmen, like the old Watchmen? And I don't want that either because that's not that's not interesting. That's not the story. If you're going to do, do the same story again, don't get Zack Snyder. Get somebody else to interpret it for yeah. TV. True, true. Don't just remake the movie that's a remake of the book. <laughs> Again, I mean, if they would have, if they left a whole bunch of stuff out from the movie, and and they wanted to, you know, turn it into a reinterpret it as a mini series and make it, you know, twelve hours long, twelve hour long episodes or something like that, kind of going from like, you know, like the Pride and Prejudice TV series versus the movie, right? But the fact of the matter is, the movie is the book. Yeah, you can go out and get the ultimate edition of the movie. I own a copy of it. It's like three and a half hours long, and it is one for one. The book, including the animated, like... Oh, the pirate The part. pirate stuff is integrated into the version. Everything that's in the movie is in the comic. You can sit there with your book and follow along. You can! No, it's... <laughs> yeah, you can. I did that with like, Sin City. Yeah. It's like one of those uh, um, little golden book yeah. reader things, you know? <laughs> they ding, turn the page. Yeah, when you hear this tone, turn the page. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> when you hear Rorschach say, 
no. <laughs> Say, <laughs> but I, I just I don't understand. It doesn't. And HBO is usually pretty good about picking their picking and choosing their battles. You know. Yeah, there there many series shows are usually very very good. Yeah, this seems like a weird misstep for them. I don't understand. Do you think maybe it's maybe less HBO talking to Snyder and more Snyder talking to HBO? Why would Snyder need to do that? He has the DC stuff wrapped around his finger right now. He's busy messing up all the DC movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just don't I just don't get it. It it feels like it's comic book it's comic book media for the sake of having comic book media that's yeah. not needed. Yeah, I think HBO is like we need something vaguely superheroes right now. Or we need something gritty that might have boobs in it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and also we can insert sex into a lot like game of thrones yeah because i mean if if you're going to have a superhero version of game of thrones i mean watchmen is kind of it if you think about it a little yeah, bit it's yeah. it's not it's not a perfect lineup but no no it's 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 dark it's gritty it's adult mm-hmm. it's one of the most popular uh graphic novels of all time they yeah. teach it in, co- in college courses they do yeah i don't get it it's it, it it's a step in the wrong direction. Finish the Spawn series. Do that. <laughs> I loved the HBO's animated Spawn series. Hey, make it live action. Get Michael Jai White back, like he was in the Spawn movie, the live action movie. No, that movie's terrible. Well, they could do it right. <laughs> they could okay, maybe do it right. <laughs> but get John Leguizamo back to do the Violator because I really that's the only part of that movie I liked. Yeah, yeah. Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Name. Luigi Mario. <laughs> what were they thinking? I don't know. What were they what thinking when they casted him? <laughs> he was popular at the time. Bob Hoskins makes sense as as Mario at that time. Yeah, really, because he was more like Eddie Valiant. <laughs> yeah, he was I very mean, he was very Eddie in that like movie. Early nineties Mario, as the information we had at the, the lore of the time was about like Bob Hoskins. Was Bob Hoskins? Yeah. yeah. But Luigi was not John okay. Who would you have cast? Uh, From that time. I, I, so early, I early made, 90s? Made Bob Hoskins uh, play two roles. <laughs> CGI him just a little bit thinner and a little bit taller. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Mid-early 90s? Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Dan, a little bit thinner, Dan Aykroyd, and Bob Hoskins as Mario and Luigi as middle-aged plumbers getting sucked into the... The Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, I would watch that movie. Yeah. Wait, so basically... Um, the Blues Brothers, the, but, but the, Mario. The blues. Yes. <laughs> Blue Shell Brothers. I, and I, what the heck? Make John Goodman King Koopa. Who cares? <laughs> I, they couldn't do worse than they did. With Dennis Hopper, which... I hate Koopa Nazis. <sighs> I'm Koopa. I'm a germaphobe for some reason. Um, I'm and, I, and, and I'm human. Yeah. For whatever they're all, reason, they're all human. Yeah, ish, except for the ones that get de-evolved with the de-evolution guns. Guys, we can all agree that the Super Mario Brothers movie was real bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just rewatched it not too long ago, and it's on my mind. Yeah, it's it's real bad. <laughs> it's I mean, the worst. I mean, it's fun to watch because you it's know so bad. you enjoy watching bad movies, but it's bad. There's a part where Mario refuses to jump. <laughs> he was called Jumpman yeah, in Japan. They're like in like some kind of shaft, and Luigi has jumped in his hand. Oh yeah, I remember that. And he's that. trying to get Mario to jump, and he won't do it. Trust the fungus. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> Super Mario, 
will not jump. It's and all then, the man does. And then, they, and then they got super jumping stupid boots. That they had to put bombs into. Yeah. They had to like load them like shotguns. And they were called thwomps. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Big Bertha is not a large fish, but a large black woman. With spiky thingies all over her yeah. outfit. And a lot. Of, there's a ton of cleavage in the movie, there too. There is a lot of cleavage. And it's a children's <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, then like, the part that always gets me that I crack up every time is that little that little clip on the end where it's Daisy coming through the door yeah. and she goes, I need your help. Like they thought they were going to get a sequel. Actually, you know what? There is a webcomic sequel that has been um, – it's not being written by the guys who did the original script, but it was – the entire comic was written out and the original script writer read it and said, yeah, you know what? If we made a sequel – this would probably be it, and it deals a lot with uh, uh, King Warp, Wart, and the um, uh, an interdimensional dreamland type thing where there's um, shy guy like military like people. Huh. I'm assuming, but that it's a lot better. The original scriptwriter read it from prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope they put him in prison. <laughs> and, and, and fun fact: the King of Koopaland, the the King, uh, um, yeah, Lance Hendrickson, yeah. for that one scene. They named him Resnor, like the Triceratops. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. That does not make sense. Nope. Uh, King Resnor. Should just be King Toadstool. It should be, but it's not. Or, you know, King not appearing in this film. Yeah, because yeah. there is no king. You know, Princess Peach is the ruler of the Mushroom Kingdom. No, no, no there's a king in, in Mario Bros. 3. Oh, those are, those are different kings. <laughs> really? Those are kings of different worlds. Really? Because the first world's not is not uh, the Mushroom Kingdom. No, it's Grassland. Then again, Super Mario Three was a stage show. That's true. Uh, Miyamoto yeah, has said it I is. Know. It was. It was all. Uh, it was a play. I've heard that. I've. I've, I've but I've was heard it that. a play based on true events? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, we got to get off this topic. <laughs> we, we, we have other things to talk about. Um, you want to talk about while we talking about video games? You want to talk about this uh, Splatoon thing, real yeah. quick? Yeah, apparently um, hackers have found data that makes the Octolings, the bad guy race, playable in the game. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, that's pretty cool. The and it's something they're probably cool. going to unlock eventually. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's probably something down the line. But you ruin other people's games. <laughs> yeah, if you if you the, Splatoon's a like all multiplayer. Yeah, it's all online part. all the time. Uh, and if you end up in a match with one of the people using a hacked Octoling, you know, Avatar pl- player, uh, unless you wait for them to like completely drop out of the game, uh, before you do, it will corrupt your save file and you have to start fresh. Yeah. Cause it'll want to, zero want to make the Octoling appear in the plaza. Mm-hmm. And it can't. There's no code for that. So every time you enter the plaza, it which lo- you have to do to start the game, it kicks you out. Yeah. So it like resets your level? No, it like you have to delete your save file and start over. Yeah, because so so you like every all the progress you made is just gone. Yeah, gone. I hate people. Yeah, yeah. If you're somebody who plays online as a as a hacked octoling, you're a real butthole. <laughs> it's kept me off of the game until they get a pa- until I read that there's a patch because I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to lose my save game just so. Just because one guy wanted to look like a different thing, yeah, like stupid. Of yeah. all the options you can choose to make your squid kid look as much as whatever you want to look like, there's multitudes of customization. Yeah, why yeah. do you need? Hmm. 
I want to be an octopus kid. I don't want to be a squid kid. I want to ruin the game for everybody. Terrible, terrible, and I, I hope they, I hope Nintendo patches it quick. Oh, they will. Oh, I don't know about quick. They'll patch it, They'll but patch I don't it. know. They'll patch <laughs> It'll it. It'll get in, done in Nintendo time. Well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Speaking but, of time, yeah. So uh, our favorite uh, time traveling series is getting another spinoff. Bill and Ted's. <laughs> Back to the Future. <laughs> Doctor Who is getting a spinoff uh, about the Cole Hill School called Class. So the most boring part of the Capaldi <laughs> era, like the one part that's not about fantastical aliens and time travel. It's a school. It's like, is it going to be like British Welcome Back Cotter? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Back Doctor. <laughs> No, I imagine he's not going to be in it. Well, or, yeah. Or he'll just make a cameo, maybe. Or a know. reference. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, as far as the lore of Doctor Who, Cole Hill is kind of important. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the school that Susan went to back in the back in the OG, um, who was the Doctor's granddaughter, who happened to be staying on Earth for class reasons, even though she's Gallifreyan and X amount of you know how much old, but whatever. She went to school. And that's how we got our first two human companions, and they were teachers from the school. Barbara and Ian. School is in session. But, uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I passed out there for a minute. No, you time-traveled. I time-traveled. I time-traveled to a point where you stopped talking about Doctor Who. I'm sorry. No, that was, that was mean. I'm really sorry. I started saying that and couldn't stop myself. I'm very sorry. I don't need this. I don't need this kind of abuse. Oh, that was you leaving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway. I'm uh, like, why are you hitting the table? <laughs> I don't know. It could be good. I don't know. It could be terrible. Yeah. I mean, Torchwood was kind of both. <laughs> it's being written by some famous uh, YA novel guy uh i think patrick hess or something okay yeah i recognize the name i don't know any of his books but i recognize the name yeah and that's cool and moffat which is less well, cool, yeah. but... <laughs> i just don't understand how what the, what they could do with it i mean are they gonna are gonna do like the like the canine series that disney had where it's just random aliens show up for some reason probably or, or sarah jane adventures I mean, at least Torchwood had a, a semblance of they're an anti-alien organization for the British government. It'll probably be Monster of the Week in a school with kids. That makes me sad. <laughs> I'll give it a chance. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'll watch it, but I can't guarantee I'll like yeah. it. The last Doctor Who episode was really great, by the way. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Yeah. The witch is a pr- uh, the witch is a familiar. Yeah, yeah. It just reinforces how much I love um, Michelle Gomez. <laughs> yeah, that was a good episode. I actually watched that one, and not knowing anything about anything about Doctor Who, I yeah, it was a good episode. That was a good hour. Hour was it hour? An hour? Yeah, it's always an hour. An yeah. hour of television. Yeah. Well, maybe with the BBC America commercials, it's, it, more, it's like, more like twenty-two minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Doctor Who's good. Hooray, Doctor <laughs> Who. <laughs> um. Other TV news, I guess. They're doing a show based on the podcast Serial. And my question is, where's our TV show? Yeah, I know, right? That would be a boring show. Well, it's... 
cer- uh. what's what is serial? It is uh, it's like um, they go through like a crime, a murder investigation. And yeah, Sarah Koenig, the host, like researches on this murder that happened a while ago and finds all these holes in the investigation and you know tries to figure out what happened all while at the same time talking to the guy that was convicted and is prison is in prison. This sounds like a show that's already on TV though. It sounds like everything unsolved. that's on Investigation Discovery. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's basically what it is. Yeah, I think that story could benefit from like some visuals. Because yeah. like it's hard to like when you're talking about the Best Buy and what you know the phone booth. You'd have to listen to Serial. <laughs> it's really good. It's really really good. I could see where it could benefit from it. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, will it be like a dry like? Investigation discovery? Will there be reenactments? Show? I hope there are reenactments. Or will it be like like the This American Life show that there was? Maybe. Or are they gonna try to like make a drama show out of it? I don't know. Because that oh, sounds trashy. Yeah, that does. That yeah. sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't think they do that. Yeah. Well, you never know. These TV executives, they'll stoop to very low levels. <laughs> will there Will there be commercials for Mailchimp in between? <laughs> Mailcrimp. <laughs> what? There's that's one of the the um the sponsors to cereal. Listen to cereal. Okay. It's really good. You'll you listen to a couple and then you will have to finish it type of thing. Like I got to But there isn't there isn't don't, any Don't spoil don't it. Don't spoil it. Okay. Well, okay. all right. Well, the podcast I heard it was really good, but I really don't know about this TV show. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a great idea unless it has maybe it's about the next series of serial that nobody knows what it is yeah i don't know but like i said they are doing they are like looking into his case again i don't know if you heard that or not is uh, it just one case yeah serial is just oh, one yeah. case oh like so the whole podcast is just one case oh yeah, yeah. huh so i don't know if it's going on about that the new the new information maybe yeah the maybe. new adventures of young <laughs> indiana jones <laughs> Uh-huh. The new adventures of Sarah Koenig and Adnan. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, speaking of bad ideas, um, there is a new app that is supposed uh, to. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're talking about it. Uh, there's a new app that's going to be hitting uh, iPhone and Android here mid November, I think, and it's called People. P e e p l e. Because of course it's spelled weird. Of course, it's an, app. it's an app. Although there's already an app on the App Store called People, and it's like a photo sharing thing. I looked it huh. up. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to get around that. But anyway, they're going to call it Peepler. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Poplers. Poplers. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. It's an app where you rate people, like you know how Yelp. If you get a particularly good or bad experience at like a restaurant it or can business. Hurt your business. You can go on and like leave an anonymous like one to five star rating and review. It's like that, but with real human beings, real human beings, real living, breathing people that experience emotions. And yeah, yeah, and it's and here's the most troubling part about it: you don't opt into it; you have to opt out of it. See, if you have a problem with someone, if you. If someone's doing a particularly good job, did something really nice, or what more unlikely it's going to be used for, evil, you know, someone's <laughs> done something terrible, or you perceived terrible, or, or, or you just, just don't like them because of drama. Or you just don't drama. like them, yeah. Uh, all you need is that person's cell phone number, 
like the person you're going to talk about, put it into the app and it automatically adds that person in, which is then open for anyone to put any kind of positive or negative review of that person online. And if you have negative reviews, you can't dispute them or get them removed until you yourself, the person being talked about, signs up for the app and probably buys like a premium subscription so that you can have negative reviews removed or contested or whatever. The idea behind it, from what I understand, was, you know, it was supposed to be for um, hiring purposes that businesses would put in their employees so that, you know, when they go move on to other businesses, they during the hiring process, they can use it as a quick way to look up and see what people have Is to say about. Is this person a jerk? Do they sleep on the job? <laughs> Pretty much. But what it's probably Do going to be used for... everyone at the job? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what it's probably going to be used for is uh, cyberbullying. Yeah. 100% cyberbullying. Because it, it's the internet. Yeah. It, it's a bad idea from the ground up. Because, mm-hmm. one, the internet is a terrible place. Yeah. We may love it and we may get all our information and talk to people from it, but the internet is truly a dark and disgusting place. The internet's get, terrible. It is yeah. terrible. Read comment section on anything. You don't read the comment section. Yeah. Never. And, like, this app is like the comment section for people. Yeah. It is, that's exactly what it is. It's a comment section for human beings. And it's and that's terrible. And if it's, your Facebook wall wasn't close enough to that, it's then, well, like, yeah. I know, right? Like I said, it's like Yelp and HotOrNot.com. Remember when that <laughs> oh, was around? Oh my god! It's, it's like both back. of those had a weird, awful app baby. <laughs> <laughs> a one night app baby. Yeah. Now, luckily, I've been kind of following this on Twitter a little bit. The at the hashtag people uh-huh. and people have been and people, not actual people, not like the app have been pretty well lambasting this whole thing. So hopefully it doesn't get off the ground. Because yeah, it's scummy. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 terrible. And it, it, it is kind of funny. The um, the One of the app creators, it's two women uh, out of um, Portland, Oregon, uh, a mom and like a, an, a friend who knows, you know. Software designers. Software, software design have created this app. And on their Facebook page, um, she put out a gen- the the one of the creators put out like a general like you know does anyone know how to remove like negative comments from Facebook pages because it's re- <laughs> it's really clouding up you know crowding up our, our our front page on our Facebook page so it's kind of ironic that the yeah. person who created the app with the almost the sole purpose of bashing other people can't take negative criticism themselves. And they're, they're going to tell you up and down that it's not about bashing other people, but oh, that's it, what yes, it's going it to be. It's, it's, the, it's the intent versus the practical use yeah. is what it, it was what it is, and just terrible. Although, I will say, if you're listening to this, when this app comes out, I urge all of our listeners to get a hold of me. I will give you my phone number because I want, I want people, very specifically, to rate me. By copying and pasting Amazon uh, item reviews. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would buy again. My favorite flavor of K-Cup. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just want my entire – I don't – you know what? People can think whatever they want of me. I don't care. But I just want my people account to be just <laughs> Amazon reviews of different products. Well, as, as your friend – and yes. brother from another mother, 
I'm going to go on Amazon to the Three Wolf Moon shirt. Perfect. And I'm going to copy paste <laughs> that review. Perfect. If you Perfect. haven't read it, it's possibly the best bit of internet literature ever. <laughs> yes. I'm going to start reviewing Amazon items as if they were you. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Even better. <laughs> Sam Dunham is a perfect 68 Dodge Charger. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) So anyway, people, it's a bad idea. I think that's about that's all our time today. I think you squandered another hour listening. (laughs) Yes, thank you for tuning in to Nerd Overload. Uh, You can find us over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerd overload website. Leave us positive comments. (laughs) Or reviews of Amazon items. (laughs) You can email us any questions or concerns or requests at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet us positive tweets at nerd underscore overload or and, negative tweets. And soon coming to people. Yeah. <laughs> Rating the nerd overload on people. <laughs> All right. So, yes, thank you again for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by 29 Brew Pub and Wood Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs>